I want to take this time and welcome everybody because we all have access, right? This is all legacy access. I am branded in the house tonight, not just tonight, but all nights going forward. We're about to have some fun, not just to end 2015, but to turn 2016 into a memorable media radio moment where we have not just guests, but also interactions from everybody that calls in. You can dial in and support the show. You can listen online. And this is brought to you by CBSRadio.com as well. I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to have fun. Listen to classic songs from, like, not just the OJs, but just a lot of people that I literally grew up with through parents, through so many people in every walk of life. It's just an honor and a privilege to be able to have, you know, a, a legendary guy to be able to talk music with. And let me see if I have him plugged in right here. And let me see if, if his mic is on, Mr. Eric Nolan of the OJs, live on All Legacy Access. Are we good? We're gonna to try to see if we can get him get him plugged in, but uh, looks like he was he was here. We're gonna to try to see what we can do going forward, but I'm just looking forward to it. We're about to have some fun, and I just want to make sure that I take the time to just thank everybody for listening in. Been waiting for a lot of next legacy love. Um, I'm just I'm just so privileged just to be able to just kind of give y'all just some ones and twos as far as what we got going on. So. We here, we dialed in, we're about to have a lot of fun. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the love train on, and we're going to go ahead and get my man, Mr. Eric Nolan of the OJs, back here on All Legacy. And welcome, everybody, not just in the States. All y'all know the routine. We do this next legacy thing, not just for eight years, but we definitely make sure we provide and give everybody all the satisfaction that I feel like a radio station should give. Good interviews, good interaction with the people, and that's what we're going to do going forward. Getting ready to end 2015, going strong into the next year, and just making sure that we provide everybody with not just not just that good feeling, that good vibe, but also just some classic moments, classic moments in music history, classic interviews, and just have the kind of guests that I feel like the people need. Like, when it comes to the history of the OJs, I feel like, you know, I, 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 my, my mama and my grandmama and everybody kind of helped me evolve and grow up in the music that the old days provided for us, um, not just back then, but now to this day still withstands the test of time, just for the simple fact that when you have good music, you cannot, you cannot throw it away. It will never go away. It will stand forever as iconic music and music that will give good memories and good moments. Um, it might make you cry or... You know, it might make you feel a certain way or it might make you feel good, but that, at the end of it all, like, I just feel like it's it's a beautiful look. And I want to welcome Mr. Eric Nolan of the OJs onto All Legacy Access. Sir. Young man. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Man, come on. You know, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to be in the presence of you, Mr. Nolan. Welcome to All Legacy Access for the very first time. Glad to have you here. Oh, man, I'm glad to be here, man. This is this is an honor for me, you know what I mean? Because I, I, um, you know, I, 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 I was something like you when I heard you, when I, when I heard the way you were speaking about the OJs, I think that, uh-huh. you know, before I became, before I became a member, I was the same way. I was the exact same way, man. 
and 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 when I got the call to 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 be one of the OJs, I couldn't believe it. I thought somebody was playing a joke on me. I, I really did. I thought Gerald. I thought Gerald was. I thought Gerald. See, because Gerald, Gerald is a practical joker like that, and I thought he okay. was messing with my head because he knew how much I loved the OJ. So I thought he right. was messing with. Me. You know what I mean? So I didn't take it serious. I didn't take it serious at first until I actually went there and Ed and Walt was right there, like sing something, sing something. <laughs> I'm like, what the, I mean, what do you so, when, so, they say, when they say sing something? Yeah, and, and I know you probably didn't have like uh, you you I mean, come on now, you're a singer, so you probably was ready. But just the simple fact that it was just it was it was Mr. Gerald Laverne himself, and just just that whole like I know it was just kind of okay. Let me let me go ahead and figure out what I'm gonna do, right? Well, Gerald, let's see, Gerald, Gerald, and I I've been knowing. Gerald, since he was 14. So Gerald and I were okay. like, that's the friends. We were like brothers. But being, right. in, being in front of Eddie LeVert and Walter mm-hmm. Wynn, it wasn't, mm-hmm. I don't even think that it wasn't that I was, wasn't prepared. I think what it was is that, what do you sing? Right. You know, do you, dis- do you disrespect them and sing some temptation? Do you <laughs> sing some OJ? Do you be corny? You, you know what I'm saying? Do you be... Do you be corny and sing some OJs? Like what? Like what? What can you sing? You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know what to do. So I was like, I was like, well, maybe we could sing something together. No, we can't sing nothing together. <laughs> oh man! So I just did. A, I did a little bit of. Uh, actually, that's what I did. I did a little bit of Can I? I did a little bit of Ooh Baby Baby, and. Uh, then, then they did some songs, and I asked them what note they wanted me to take, and I took, you know, took the top note on some of the stuff. You know, we did. Um, uh, used to be my girl. We did for the love of money. You know, we did love train, and mm-hmm. I knew the songs verbatim. I knew them. I, I'm, a, I'm an OJ fan, so I knew all the right. songs. I knew the lyrics. I knew what notes I was supposed to sing. I knew all that. So, so um, I still wasn't. I still wasn't a shoe in. I still wasn't, you know, I still didn't make it, you know what I mean? I still had to go to right. Charlie Atkins for the okay. choreography and all of that stuff, you know what I mean? So okay. it was a two-year two situation. You know, I didn't have to say that I was in the OJs for two years. So you had to pay your dues more or less, right? You had to continue yeah, to put man. in the work. It's, it's, like, it's like a frat, you know what I mean? You know, right. you, you, have to, you know, it's like it's like when you get on the football team, they make you go get the donuts and they pull <laughs> jokes, they pull practical jokes on you, and like you know, on, right. on the and it's like uh, on the tour bus, I had I was the last one to get my bunk. Mm-hmm. I was the I, I, they didn't take they didn't you know like we got a valet who takes that takes our clothes and stuff to our room take I mean take our suitcases right. to our room and stuff. They didn't take mine. They didn't take okay. my to carry my own luggage. And but what they didn't know was that coming up you know, coming up in the hood with two other brothers, we had mm-hmm. bunk beds. And by me being the oldest of the three, I always had the top bunk. Okay. So when we would be on so when we were on the tour bus, it, when everybody got their, their bunks they always left me the top bunk. So I was at home. 
<laughs> you know, I didn't feel like they did anything so, wrong. I was, I'm like, thank you, because I was going to take the top bunk right. anyway. So, Eric, so just and because then, of you, you had the history with the bunks, you really didn't mind having that top one there, right, Eric? You were good. Right, right. I was good. Cause, and, and the other thing they didn't know is that they give you they give you what they call a per diem. They give you money to eat with. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Pass my salary. You give me money to eat with too, and I'm a right. you know, I'm a baloney I'm a baloney I'm a baloney potato chip guy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Okay. So okay. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, okay. You you give me a couple dollars so I can eat with every day. Oh, right. bro, this is this is sweet. You know what I mean? So, that was that was music um, heaven, and you were and and right, Eric. You were doing what you wanted to do, right? You were. In the group, I was doing and you exactly. Were still, you were, you were, and I love it. I love it. I was, I was doing exactly what I wanted to do, man. If I didn't have bills, if I didn't have bills that I had to pay, you know, and eat, I would, mm-hmm. I, I would do it for free because I just love right. being on stage. I just love singing, and then to be able to sing with two of the greatest entertainers, you know, what I'm saying of of everybody's time. You know, along with people like right. the Temptations and the Whispers and all of those cats, um, mm-hmm. I get a chance to be the just that one guy to sing with these two guys, these two mm-hmm. legends. I'm in a whole, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm in a whole nother stratosphere. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's I'm in an amazing. It's because it's an amazing journey, and I'm sure you're going to continue to push. Eric Nolan is our guest on All Legacy Access. And I'm glad we have so many people listening, just not just fans of, of, of you know, you, Eric, and the OJs, but also so many, so many people from across the globe. Like, you know, they, they, they love the moments that you guys provide. And I know you guys are touring like crazy right now. And, you know, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about your solo, your solo single, Cologne, which is getting a lot of good reviews, too. Like, if you, you know, anybody that's online that's been logged in, no, this man has a soul. Man, how do you do it? Like, you're doing solo music and you're doing OJ's music. I mean, as far as all the work you're putting in, like, tell the people just, like, you know, how do you maintain that work ethic, man? Um, it's priorities. The OJ's, the OJ's are my priority. That's, mm-hmm. that's first and foremost. Nothing comes, nothing comes before them. So as long as you can set things up to where you have your priorities in order and not think you're bigger than than the actual company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can, you know, you, you can never be bigger than Chrysler. You know what I'm saying? Right. You might do some stuff on your own, but you ain't going to be bigger than Chrysler. So <laughs> I just know that the OJs is my, is, is, that's my mainstay. Now, doing the Eric Nolan Project, I usually do that when I'm off. I usually, like, if we have, right. like, um, we have a low, you know what I'm saying? I got three or four weeks off. I built my own studio. So mm-hmm. I went and got a, um, I went to this office space and um, I gutted the office space and I built me a studio. So I'm able to cut whenever I want, whenever I want to, however long I want to. I can stay in there for four or five days when nobody knows. You know what I mean? Okay. So, okay. Um, so I, I usually put, I usually grind and I put my OJ suit up put my OJ's hat up and I'm no longer an OJ. And now I'm just, mm-hmm. saying, I'm just grind. I'm just Eric, Eric grind guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen to that. You know what I'm Amen saying? to I'm that. Just, 
I mean, I'm, I'm in grind mode. So um, uh, that's how I do it. I just put things in perspective. I put things in their own, in their proper lane. You know what I'm saying? When it, when I, it, com- I, I, when I, it uh, comes, er, er, Eric, and when it comes to just not just the, you know, the solo music, but also the, the touring and things like that too. And, you know, and, and we, we come from that, that, that era of, you know, not only do we appreciate the music of the OJs and you mentioned Temptations, you mentioned the Whispers, just, you know, everybody with the, you know, the harmonizing, the sounds, the, the, the steps, everything that kind of comes into of age. And a lot of people may call it, you know, retro, but it's timeless in a, in a, in to a fact that everybody wants to see that when you guys go on stage. So when you do your performances with the OJs, like, you know, just kind of walk the walk the listeners through as far as just the work ethic that you guys put out there to be able to get your choreography done, your music, and and everybody harmonizing on on cue because it it does take a lot of hard work though, right? Yes, sir. Um, first of all, we take the first thing first. We 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 go to Las Vegas um, every year, and we we call it shedding. We shed for 60 days. Mm-hmm. We we go to rehearsal six days a week. We only have an off day. Sunday is our only off day. We rehearse six to eight hours a day on putting the show together to where it's walking and breathing. We're second nature. We do it until it becomes right. second nature. Like you could just do it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. When there, where there's no where there's no guesswork. We have. First, we have what we call vocal rehearsal, where we just it's just me, Eddie, Walter, and our piano player. And so we'll get together for about three weeks to a month, and we'll just do all vocals. No choreography, no band, no nothing, just piano and us. And mm-hmm. uh, we just make sure the notes are right, everything is tight, the harmony is tight, and so that, you know, we do that. And then our MD takes the music that we worked out with him to the band and he rehearsed the band while we get with Charlie Atkins, the choreographer, and we do our routine and all that stuff with him. And then we put everything together for two weeks and we just have band and singer rehearsal for two straight weeks. And Mm -hmm. then we go on the road. We do that every year. We go to Vegas because it takes us away from our family. Takes us from any 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 extractions, any 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 uh, 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 thing that can bother us. You know what I mean? So we right. and so we're just in in that mode. You dig what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. after that, man, these two guys, all we do is laugh. We laugh every day. We laugh and <laughs> joke and joke and laugh every. If you were to come past our dressing room. You would probably knock on our dressing door and say, "Man, what is so funny?" Because like we always the, the laugh. Laughter. Those two guys, man. Right. Yes, man. And and it, and it makes mm-hmm. it a good show because we go on stage. We go on stage in tears. We be like laughing, and we've been thought about some stuff, and we go on stage so happy that it resonates to the audience. Mm-hmm. And um, that's basically how we how we get through this, man. It, it's 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 a I've learned to be friends with those guys, man, but I've also learned, no, I've learned to be friends with those guys, but I've always had mm-hmm. respect for those guys because they're still my elder and they're right. still full of knowledge. They still have so much knowledge that I'm 
always stealing. I'm always picking their brains, and I'm always asking them questions, and I'm always, you know. So I'm still in mm-hmm. school, and after 20 years of being with these guys, I'm still learning from these guys. Right. I ain't. I haven't been in the I haven't been in the group long enough to to get enough knowledge from them, and I've been with them twenty years. I'm the longest third member of the OJs ever. That's right. Sammy Strange That's did right. sixteen and years. That, Sammy did sixteen, and uh, William Powell he didn't get a chance to to do, you know, so he did like eleven years, ten, eleven years mm-hmm. before he passed, and uh, I'm mm-hmm. the longest member. So, and I still right. haven't got all of what I want from them. But but you know that's what, and, and that comes as a testament, and, and Eric, that's a testament to the work that you still want to continue to do because, you know, when you when you do and you you talked about the 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 history and the legacy of the OJ's and learning from these greats and just being a part of that, you being the longest third term, you know, third member of this group is a testament to what you want to do with yourself and how you want to continue to push on and do it. And, and let me ask you this because. You know, I know a lot of people out there are listening and and people have so many memories of, you know, the songs of Forever Minds and the Love Trains and Used to Be My Girls and, you know, and all that good stuff. And when you think about just groups in general, not just the groups that we all grew up with, but also the, you know, the lack of groups nowadays and in today's music, what's the difference that you take away from you know, the music that we grew up with versus what you see today and just blending it all in to try to still make it uh, not just relevant but educational for the younger people who, you know, don't know the history like they should. I think that's what it is. You just said, hit the nail on the head. It's not knowing the history. It's not honing your craft, not knowing where it comes from. See, I, 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 I know that, you know, um, I, I went back as far as the drifters. You know, I, I deliberately mm-hmm. went back as far as the drifters and the ink spots. At first, my my gauge was the Dells and, you know, the OJs and Temptations. And as I got deeper into, into it, I wanted to know where did they get it from. So I went back to the right. Cadillacs, the, um, the uh, ink spots, the drifters, and all of those cats, the coasters and all of them, to see where did Eddie and them get it from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that what happens now is that the younger generation don't go back deep enough. I think they, they their history is boys to men or a new edition. And right. even though those 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 people are pretty good, um, that's not a true testament as, as to where this comes from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nowadays right. the nowadays is such a it's such a um um, assembly line now that there's no artist development. There's no way to get to your next meal if you either hit or miss. If you hit, if you get a hit record, then you got a hit record, and we're gonna milk that hit record out of you, and we're gonna get as much as we can out of you until we can't get it no more. And now right. you're not able to to give that to us anymore. You're done. On to the next one. We need a 19-year-old now. We need somebody now. You're you're 26 years old. You're 27 years old. You're mm-hmm. old in the business. Eddie right. and Walt didn't get their first hit till they were 33. Backstabbers, right. when they got backstabbers, they were 33 years of age. Mm-hmm. And there's no artist development. There's no there's no teaching them how to get to their next meal when the hits stop coming. Charlie Atkins taught mm-hmm. us a hit record is good, but having a hit show, you'll be able to eat. 
a long That's time right. to keep the show hit, yep. a hit. You know what I mean? And these artists mm. don't have that. They don't have that mentor. They don't have that some people to teach them that because the assembly line is basically forever going. If you can't give it to me, I'm gonna go find somebody who can. And then right. back if you notice back in the day when they sign a you know, when they sign an artist like like the like the Delphonics or, or, or stylistics or any of those kind of cats, they kept recording and putting out music till they got a hit record. Absolutely. They just kept doing Absolutely. it. They just kept doing it. They just yep. kept on getting, they kept on putting out records and kept putting out records and kept doing it because they believed in the stylistics and they believed in that sound and said, well, you know, we're going to get one. Just, just be patient. And it mm-hmm. wasn't about, well, it didn't happen the first time. It didn't happen the second time. So we're done. You, it's a wrap for you, buddy. Yep. And you destroyed yep. lives like that. You destroyed people and you destroyed lives. And that's why you hear about so much turmoil after the fact. You might hear some turmoil from 112 or from As Yet or from Day 26. You know, you hear little bitty turmoil stories about these cats because they can't eat. Mm-hmm. They can't get to their mm-hmm. next meal because nobody taught them and nobody gave them no meaty music. Nobody gave them nothing meaningful so that they can so they can sustain their livelihood and at least be able to eat. I'm so right. blessed, man, to be with the OJs because the OJs, like you said earlier, the OJs have timeless music, and it resonates today. It res- I mean, whatever we sing, people relate to it to this very day. And backstabbers ain't nothing but haters. Ain't nothing. That's all. Backstabbers is just haters. No doubt. Everything is. Everything is for the love of money. That's right. For the love of money. That's right. (laughs) True that. Everything. Eric Nolan of the OJs is my guest on All Legacy Access, brought to you by CBSRadio.com. Also, and let me let me ask you this because you brought up something that was important. You 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 basically you know a lot of the names that you threw out there and the quest to eat, like you said, it's because of the timeless music that the OJs OJs created that. You know, a lot of people haven't taught, you know, others in order to grow their brand, I guess you could say, in a lot of ways. But, you know, is it is it more or less, do you feel like the fan base is is not as appreciative as they should to not just the current music, but also to, you know, legendary music as well? Because I, I kind of see it like this. I, I asked that question, and I'm going to follow it up with a statement. Because I feel like in a lot of ways, like, you know, we take, you know, artists for granted on occasion based on nowadays people can be able to just go find music um, online. Like, you know, it wasn't like us going to Tower Records or going to the record store like we used to back in the day. You know, finding music was a journey as opposed to now where it's given to us so easy. So what what do you think about just some of that? Like, you know, do uh, some of the artists and the fans appreciate it like they once did, or do they just find it as easy access now as opposed to how it used to be? I'm going to answer it two ways. One, if you don't have nothing to compare it to, then you can't appreciate it. Because Hello. you don't have anything to compare there you it to. Go. You, can look at your, you can look at your top 30. You can look at your top 30, and you don't even have a, a meaningful singing group in the top 30. Mm. Okay? So we're right back real, to the real talk. again. So every, mm-hmm. everybody wants it so fast, and they want it right now. Everybody want to be an instant success right now. Either companies want you to be an instant success. The 
The producer wants you to be the instant success. The artist wants to be an instant success because they can get the money now. They don't think about later right. on. They don't think about 2020. They're thinking about right. 2015. I want it now. So the, the mm. so this producer is going to give it to you because the company is pressuring him, and I need it now. So now once you get it, it's only one song. Once you get it, it's only one record. So if you don't get the second one, you're done. So when you when 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 you glorify mediocrity, then you cheat the public <laughs> because the public don't have nothing to compare it to. Absolutely. You see Absolutely. What I'm because they brainwash they brainwash they brainwash to say that we're old school. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna compare the the young cat, you know, twenty, twenty one, twenty two to the Jays, to the Temps, right. to the Westerners, right. you know, to Dramatics, they're not going to compare them to them because they're considered old school. See True. what I'm saying? So this is, this is what's new. But when, but when your newness is mediocre, then how can you appreciate it? You know what I'm saying? So, if, so Eric, if, you if can't. This person so, like that, if, so, so, Eric, I was just going to say real quick. So, Eric, you can't. You can't really uh you can't really go on tour with one hit though, right? You can't go on tour and do You know, <laughs> you know what? what I mean? Like when, and they, and you can't go on it. tour with one song. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and you know what they do? You know and you know what wind up happening? They go out there with those one and two and two hits and they get and they ask for all this money and then the fans <laughs> go out there and they right. they're disappointed. And they don't and they mm-hmm. don't know why they're disappointed. Mhm. They don't know even know why. They don't even know why. They thought these people, they think these people were supposed to do that one song for 30 minutes. That's right. I mean, I've seen it happen. I mean, we, we, I'm going to tell you a quick story. It's it's real quick. When we Mm. went to Jack the Rapper, when Jack the Rapper, the last Jack the Rapper that was in Miami, when we went to Jack the Rapper, Drew Hill was, was, was flying. It was the best thing out. It was, you know, because Jodeci had their run. Voice men did right. the thing. Now it was about Drew Hill, Drew Hill, Drew Hill, Drew Hill. I swear to God, it's a true story. I, I don't mm-hmm. even, you when you interview me, I don't mind. I don't mind giving names because if it's a lie, then you don't get names. So that's right. <laughs> so Drew Hill was flying. They was flying. They was flying. So we wanted to do a tour. We wanted to do a. Tour. We was gonna. We wanted to do a tour with Jesse Powell, Drew mm-hmm. Hill, OJ's, and Frankie Beverly and Mays. That was okay. the tour we was trying to put together. Drew Hill's manager said to us, Drew Hill can't go on tour with y'all. And we were like, why? That's the hottest group. They, oh, them boys is cold. We, we liked them. We thought they was the mm-hmm. greatest thing. We thought they was one of the greatest groups out there. We loved right. Cisco. We, you know, we liked Drew Hill. They yeah. said, because if I put them on stage with you, you would show them how it's supposed to go, and people wouldn't be so much in love with my group as they was. Right now, they think you're wow. fly. Wow. And if you guys, if, they, if I put them on stage with you guys, they'll see that they just an ordinary group because you guys wow. fly. Got you. Hey, he said to us in our dressing room. That's the that's the, that's the honest of God truth. You can quote me on it. And, and, we didn't. We didn't look at it like that. We looked at it like mm-hmm. it would be a great package and we could sell out arena. We looked Absolutely. at it. Absolutely. Drew Hill was that hot. They were that hot, and 
we felt like, see, and this is how Eddie and Walt, and they taught me this, this. I always had it in me, but to hear two profess two guys on that level talk like this solidified how mm-hmm. I thought. They said it like this. Right. It would be good. It would be good, clean fun. Good competition from old school standpoint to a new school standpoint to, you know, to, 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 to keep us on our toes with some guys that they made love. So Drew Hill mm-hmm. come and do their thing. It keeps us on our toes to keep us better. That's how we looked at it. Wow. So you know who they want to, you know who they want to put on that tour with us? Next. Who's this? Are you serious? Who's next? Are you serious? Okay. Yeah, it was us, okay. it was us, Jesse Powell, next, and Frankie Beverly Mays. That's that was the tour. Wow. You know, and you know, and you mentioned, and and Eric, you mentioned a story like that, and you know, and the, the management they made a they made a call. Now, in my opinion, it may not have been the right call because to me, like, you know, even though their opinions, as far as you know, well, the fans might look at it like a certain way, and it may be true, but at the same time, like if if I was on a ticket with the OJs, are you serious? Like, I would stay on that ticket, and I would not leave that ticket, period, because to me it's just one of those situations where I need to learn and soak up as much game Thank as you. I can from legendary guys like you guys, and that Thank would be you. the Thank start you. of a friendship that you guys would have. You guys could have went on multiple tours. And you know they could y'all could have did multiple collaborations and it could have still been all good, like stuff like that. When That's I hear stuff is. like that, Eric, it, it makes me think like you know the you know because I always look at uh, music and the 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 you know the artists that you guys are more like a brotherhood. It's more like a union in a lot of ways. Like you know y'all gotta right. stay unified Absolutely. in order for it to grow. Like if you guys are able to do, you guys can do more together than apart. So, you know, I always look at it like that. So when you you have people with strategic moves like that that don't make sense, you know, let's keep it solid. It just don't make sense. So, you know, it it just, it it, it trips my mind out to hear stuff like that. But but a lot of people call as a business move, but it wasn't a good one, in my opinion. No, I mean, Eddie Eddie and Walter told me that when the Temps, when they had David Ruffin and Paul Williams and Eddie Kendricks, and Otis mm-hmm. and Melvin, they told right. me that the temps used to kick their butts nightly. And they told me that that was the best thing ever happened to them because they knew they had they had to go in this shed and get tighter and get better yep. and and yep. and to try to combat with the temptation. So they would so Eddie told me he would sit in the wings and watch them every night. He said and then he would go and watch James Brown. Every time James Brown came around, he said he would watch and sit in the wing. And he would steal stuff from James Brown. He would steal stuff from the Temps. He would steal stuff from Jackie Wilson. He told me, and then that's how he became Eddie LeVert. You know what I mean? Right. So, and I told R.L., I told R.L., I told told R.L. and Tweet, I told both those cats, I said, if 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 it was me and y'all group, I would be in the wings every single night to see the O.J.'s. It's three of you guys. If it was me, I would be in the wings every night to see what them old men are doing and how right. are they making these people scream like this, how are, they, how are they getting these reactions out of these people, and I would be learning from them. 
I told How are those people singing my songs along with me? How are they singing these songs along with me in the crowd? And the crowd is just singing it like they wrote it themselves, you know, and have that pat like, come on, like, you know, you I haven't seen you guys perform yet. I know you guys are going to do uh you guys are going to do the Soul Train crew, so, you know, we'll talk about that off air later cuz I definitely want to make sure that we 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 communicate uh, you know, offline, but you know, just just from what I hear and what I heard my mom like back in the day and what I and, and just you know, you guys you guys have that energy and you know, there's a lot of groups that do bring that fire like you guys too, but you know, every song that's sung and every you know, every step that's that's been done, like it's it's done with a lot of passion and you guys gotta be commended and you know, when you have stories like that and people talk about certain things, it just I just feel like this, Eric, like, you know, a lot of us need to continue to add on to the legacy that is the OJs and Eric Nolan. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of because music is a, 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 a solid foundation where people can come together. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. I, 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 I think with, and, and to add on what you're saying, Eddie, Eddie and Walter are so incredibly competitive. So when they go on stage, they go on stage the eye of the tiger. They go on stage with fire in their eyes. No matter who's on the show, no matter if Eddie, I've seen Eddie do, I saw Eddie do an entire concert, man. I've seen him do an entire show in Brooklyn, New York. And if the people out in Brooklyn, New York is listening to this, they can contest to this. I saw Eddie do a complete entire 70-minute, 75-minute concert with no voice. Mm. He did not make, mm. he didn't make an excuse. He didn't say, oh, you know, I'm under the weather and I can't really hit. He didn't say anything. He came mm. out there. He said, and I asked him, I said, Eddie, I come here and tell him that you, you had lost your voice, you know, right before the show. And then he said, because the people didn't pay to hear an excuse. Mm. Mm. He said people came pay, and I was blown away. I was blown wow. away. I, I, I thought that was I thought that was one of the coldest things I ever seen in my entire life of, of of being in the entertainment business. To watch this man grind it out with almost like a whisper, or like a mm. whisper in his voice, and he put on a show the same way he would have done if when he had a full voice. And when I asked him that question, he said, because they didn't pay to hear an excuse. I wow. thought that was the coldest thing I ever heard any entertainer say, man. I didn't heard, I didn't heard entertainers say, you know what, I'm under the weather, and I can't really hit the high notes, and excuse me, people. And, and I didn't heard almost every entertainer say it. <laughs> right. Not Eddie LaVert. He never said it, man. He never said it. And, I, and they, 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 come, they come on stage, they, they bring everything. They leave everything on the stage. Mm-hmm. They don't do no shortcuts. I seen I seen Eddie, Eddie Levert perform with with a, with, a, with screws in his in his ankles. Mm-hmm. I seen him perform with screws in his ankles, like like on a crutch and a chair. Mm-hmm. Right. I got so much admiration for those two guys, man, because I've seen it. What what does what performs every single night with MS? Hmm. He performed every single night with MS, and at the time, and, and, and at one time it was real bad. It was getting real bad to where he was. He he, he had to. We would put a big ice bucket on stage with the rag in there, and he and between 
when you get a break in between songs, he would have to take the rag, the cold rag, and put it on his head to keep his head cool so he wouldn't pass out. Right. And he'd do the wow. whole show, 75 minutes, and you, by any means and necessary. And you talk about the sacrifices that you guys put out there. Like, a lot of people don't know certain things like that. So it's like, you know, when you put it into perspective, it's like, you know, I always feel anytime you guys do music, you're giving us your gift. But, you know, when you're out there performing and you might have certain situations going on medically or, you know, you might have just had a bad day or you might have a situation where it's just, you know, it's just not, it just wasn't a good day for whatever reason. But for the simple fact that you guys come out there and put a show on and perform, you guys got to be commended for that too. I've seen people cancel shows for that, man. I've seen people cancel absolutely. that. Absolutely. I've seen them not show You're up. I've seen right. them not come to the not come to the not even come in the building for less. That's right. Seen them do That's it. That's right. That's right. And and you gotta and, be and, commended. And there's another guy. There's another guy that come from that school. We're not saying that that the other guys don't, but Charlie Wilson comes from the same school by any means mm-hmm. necessary. Yes, sir. Charlie Wilson's the yes, exact sir. same way. He comes from that brand, from that school, from up under the Eddie LaVerts and the Temptations and, and those kind of cats, you know, that does it by any means necessary. And Absolutely. he brings all of that on stage with him. I mean, we've had battles. We've had battles. We've had blood-curdling battles <laughs> with Charlie Wilson. <laughs> I mean, it, I it, 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 you know, it's fun. You know, when we get when right, it's right. over with, you know, we sit and we talk about it, you know, or we'll say, you got us tonight. Like Charlie Wilson, <laughs> Charlie Wilson put a whipping on us in, in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia <laughs> on January the 2nd. I'll never forget it. January mm-hmm. the 2nd, he put a whooping on us that you would not believe. But when we mm-hmm. got him to Memphis, and then from Memphis, we got <laughs> hold of him in, uh, uh, in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, yeah. See, and that's what we do. That's what we do, man. We make each other better. That's, and that's I just how it's supposed to be. Somebody like a Drew, like, like a Drew Hill and those kind of cats, he wouldn't have right. made him better. And yep. then been able to sustain yep. now. Because Drew Hill has so many hit records, they should be working now. Exactly. They should be working I mean, right now. They should be working, amen. doing somebody tours right now. I'm just saying, Amen man. I'm just saying. Amen when, to that. When you don't, when you don't have, when you don't have nothing to compare it to, it's hard to say that the public is being cheated because they don't know any better. They don't know. They don't know nothing else. Very, they don't very even true. know where to go get it. Very from. true. Yep. Yep. Amen to that. All legacy access with guests Eric Nolan of the legendary OJs. I'm gonna take a couple of calls, and we're also gonna play your song Cologne, which is out available right now. People can pick it up. Um, let me go ahead and take the call from Deny Out in Chi-Town. You are mic'd up and on. All oh, Legacy Access with Eric Nolan of the OJs. Deny, what's up? Good evening, gentlemen, and good evening, Mr. Nolan. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm blessed. Thank you. So one of the main questions I had was, when did you just know that music was for you? Some people kind of like, oh, I have a backup plan or whatever. I can tell by your passion, you knew this is what you wanted to do. You knew you wanted to make an impact. The OJs have impacted the world. I don't know if people understand. You have not seen a movie, you have not seen a TV show without hearing an OJ's song. I don't know if people get <laughs> Amen that. Amen to that. But when did you just know? 
that this is what you wanted to do despite everything else because we know how the entertainment business is. How did you know this is what you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Well, my mama called me a bum. <laughs> my, mama, my, mama, my, mama told, my mama told me I was going to be a bum. <laughs> because I didn't, because I, you know why? Because I didn't have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. She would always tell me, you you need to have a backup plan. You ain't going to be able to sing. One, one in every million makes it. And she went, went on and on. She, You're going to be a bum. So I knew this is what I wanted to do, and I used to I used to put a I used to put a, 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 a I used to put a, a chair next to her table, and I would be my, my you know that would be my way to get on stage. So when she would go to work, because my mother was a beautician, when she would go to work, I would step up on that on that chair and get on her table, and that would be my stage, and I would be doing the James Brown at five and nice. six years old, seven years old. I was doing the James Brown, tearing her table up. I used to get so many whoopers, it was incredible. So that's how I knew. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I knew that, uh, I, I mean, I, I ate, slept, and drank it. And when I was, like I was saying earlier about horning your crap, mm-hmm. I knew every single artist that ever came on the radio. Every mm. one. If, if, I, I, didn't, I, did, I never planned on being like in the OJ, so I never planned on being in a group with somebody who had already made it. I had planned on having a group to take their place and try to make it with my group. So I knew right. I, I needed to do the history. I knew I needed to do the history. So, but to say that, I'm saying that to say this, if the, if the stylists had a call, if the dramatics, if the intruders, if right. Hell Melvin and the Blue Note, if any group had <laughs> called me, I would have knew, knew their music verbatim. Mm. Wow. Because I was just that mm. much of I was just that much of a student of mm. music. Blue Magic, from Blue Magic to it didn't matter. The Ivy Brothers, it just did not matter. I knew everybody right. and everything. That's where wow. I was at. I mean, and my, one That's of my favorite about. groups of all time. My one of my favorite groups of all times is like is the Whispers, you know, and the Temptations. And I got a chance to be with both of them and know those guys and pick their brains and they have the same type of story I got they knew all of the music there you go yeah being a student of of music is definitely like I I think we all take a piece of our life history and we can put a soundtrack to it and I guarantee you you'll have a handful of OJ songs mixed in with a handful of other songs from other right. artists as well that, you know, withstands the test of time. It's just the way it is. Let me take one more call from Mr. Young Army out there in 203, mic'd up and on, all Legacy Access with Eric Nolan of OJs. Army, what's all up, sir? Legacy Access, man. What's up, man? Mr. Eric Nolan. How you doing, sir? Hey, boss. How you doing? I'm good, up, man. How you doing? Cool, cool conversation. I'm I'm hearing from y'all vibing, man. I'm... I'm honored, man, to be talking to somebody who's a part of such a legendary musical group such as the OJs. And, you know, man, like, so I'm a young cat, man. I was born in the 90s, but I got an old soul. And growing up with my family, they always had that old school music playing. So, but weird story, man. It's a true story, too, man. It's, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny, but it's a true story, right? 
so now, back when I was 12, I caught myself falling in love and all this and that at 12 years old. So then when we broke up, so to speak, my uh, mother, she had this CD of old school songs, like, you know, like a Burt CD or whatever. So back then, we didn't mm-hmm. have iPods. It was still the Walkman and all that. So I got the Walkman, right. took that CD, put it in, and then I listened to them songs going to sleep. And then it was just one song by the OJs that I had on repeat that whole night. And the name of that song was Stairway to Heaven. And the age since then, <laughs> age since then, I was an OJ head. I'm like, yo, I I'm like, yo, this song right here, <laughs> this the kicker. This is the kicker, yes, you know what I mean? And now, years, years later, man, I still bump a whole lot of the old school. Like, you guys, the Isley Brothers, the Manhattans, Bobby Womack, I listen to a little bit of everybody, man. But oh, yeah, OJ, oh, yeah. Man, I'm telling you, it's classic music. So don't like, don't ever think like the younger generation. Don't pay homage and don't listen to old school music. It's a lot of people like me who appreciate and who listen and get they they vibe on to the old school. Because to me, you know, like it wouldn't be no new school without the old school. It's a whole bunch of rappers, a whole bunch of instrumentals that 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 sample. Or for so many old school songs, people don't even know. Like, they go right over their heads. Right. I mean, they go right mm-hmm. over their heads. And I'll be like, damn, man, this is a sample from Bill Withers, or this is a sample from so-and-so. You don't even know it, like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm definitely one of the ones who pay homage, and I'm I'm glad to have this dialogue with you, man. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're here chilling with us, and salute, you know what I'm saying? You know, I just wanted to sh- share that with you. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you, bro. Now, now, I, I when I when I when I speak on uh, the younger generation not, you know, being aware of, I'm really speaking of masses. I'm really speaking of like a mass, you know, a, a, just a you know, a, 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 the, the masses of, you know, oh, yeah. the, uh, people who 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 love to trade songs and the ushers and, and whatever. I forget Chris Brown, but what. I know that younger people are appreciative of our music because we see them in the audience. We see okay. them when we sell out a when we sell out a concert. Trust me, it's not a, it's not a it's not a concert of seventy and sixty and seventy year old people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 the it's the grandmother, the mother and father, and their kids. And the kids, yeah. Right. I, 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 I was in Detroit, Michigan. I was, I'll never forget this. I was in Detroit, Michigan. I played this, uh, we played the state fair. And there was a little girl. Couldn't have been nothing but 12 years old, 13 years old. Sat there in front, in the front row and sung every song verbatim. I remember that. Own, everything that Eddie, <laughs> and every, everything that Eddie LeVert did. And everything, all the stuff we sung, she was right there with him. He had to stop mm-hmm. the show to 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 acknowledge this little girl. Couldn't wow. have been twelve or thirteen years old. Couldn't wow. have been twelve or thirteen mm. years old, man. I'll never forget it as long as I live. And matter of fact, I know the I know the little girl right now. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia now, and I know her. We became really really cool, and she's like a little sister to me. But I didn't know her that well before that show. And she said her mother was a DJ 
in Detroit who did a dance show in Detroit, and that's all he played was OJs and the Motowns and all that. But the OJs was very much a part of their they household. You know what I mean? And that little girl mm. sung every So I know exactly what you're saying because I see it in the audience every night, man. You go out there, man, and you see people out there 19, 20 years old, man, and you be like, wow. Wow, and they and they and they they dancing to this stuff and kicking it to stuff like this, like the music just came out. Mm-hmm. So, I, and Eric, and, 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 and Eric, I, you know we have absolutely, and, and Eric, real quick. Thanks. And, and Eric, real, real quick, let me say this: that you know, I feel like you know, and 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 you heard what this young man, Army, said that he was twelve and he was gravitated to certain songs, and I and I know we have that in our kids, the appreciation of it. We just need it to be more like, you know, I, I feel like it's 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 there but it should be also, you know, it, it should be brought out more. Like we should we should embrace it more. We should get to the point where, you know, it should be easy, like, you know, I'm out here in the Bay Area, so I would love to have the OJs come down and just tear up the Bay Area and just you know, and just let it be known. Like it can just be a global, you know, uh, widespread and, and army. I know you're in Connecticut, so it's like you know. I just need everybody to just everybody that's listening right now from different states and a blessing that we're online because we can get different states and overseas. And shout out to ninety two point three to be with Japan who loves y'all. Like there's so many people out there of different age, race, culture, whatever that gravitates to this kind of music. So I'm just saying, like if y'all want these OJs. You know what I'm saying? Reach out, spread the word, and just make sure that people understand that this is this is classic. This is classic moments that you get only not just through music, but you know this interview right here. Like I mean, you tearing up, you tearing it up just by you talking, Eric. That's how you get down. Hey man, listen, we we sell out. We sell out the Concord Pavilion every time we come. Mm. That's like it's like that's almost like a second home to us. When we play out there, you know, in 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 Oakland and and uh, San Francisco, when we play Concord mm-hmm. Pavilion, it's it's it, it, you can't get a seat okay. every single time. Absolutely, come absolutely, so absolutely. They, so they they and 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 you know they you know up there in in Oakland they. They come suited and booted. You know what I mean? They come, come on, come they on, Eric. You, you, you know how we do. Hey, you man, know how we do up here, come. man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do up here, Eric. They still coming. They still coming with goblins. They coming with goblins. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do up here in the Bay. You know what we do up here. I see them dudes, man. They like. They got their matching goblins, man, and they, you know, I'm like, how did you get, how did you get the material off of your suit, on your shoes? I'm like, man. <laughs> hey, man, hey, you already know, you already know, you know what they do. A couple, a couple more quick questions with Eric Nolan of the legendary OJs on All Legacy Access. I'm gonna I'm put this in before we play, um, you know, Cologne, and before we let you go out there, a couple of questions. Um, solo, solo music. This single has been out for a while, and like I told, like I said earlier, this single is catching fire based on the the music that you putting out. This right here, like when people hear it tonight, and we gonna play it a couple times on the show tonight. It's just one of those songs that's just like, okay, it's gonna tug on your heartstrings. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna make you feel a certain way. So. 
you know, let the people know a little bit about the single and if there's any, um, you know, future, like, you know, full-length albums that's coming out solo from you, sir. Oh, bruh. Oh, bruh. Listen, let me tell you something. The, the, actually, the, the, the single was just released, like, about three or four weeks ago. But the CD mm-hmm. had been out. I released the CD. See, I, di- I didn't really quite know what I was doing when I released the CD because I started my own record <laughs> All right. So I gotcha. so I'm dealing with old school mentality. I'm I'm dealing with an old school mentality about just cutting it and putting it out, not knowing, not realizing that, you know, nowadays that it's a it's a newer approach to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I put out a single. I was not prepared. I was not prepared that Sirius XM was going to start playing it. So I never had a video to it. So that's why everything is right. so, kind of like a low, a low in in it. So I re- I released reminds me first. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of action off of reminds me, but everything was so delayed because I didn't I didn't know it was going to get played. I, I didn't know okay. that they was going to choose this song. You know what I mean? And then I then I right. released I miss you because I wanted people to see that I had a jazzy side. But when I did Cologne, Cologne was more for it was more about the it was, it was for the guys. But it was more about the woman. And when I say that, right. I know I'm straddling the fence. I know I'm straddling the fence, but when I say that, it's like this. Men know what I'm talking about when when a woman no makes that phone call to, to them and they say, you know what, I smell like you. You got me smelling like you. Now, there's only one, now, there's only one way you could have smelled like me. <laughs> so, so now, so now, what I did was I went back. I went back to my old school roots. I went back to my old school mm. roots of how do I talk about this type of, you know, um, love making and ecstasy and all this passion without saying let me pull it down and let me lick you up and then while doing all that because I come from right, an right. era. I come from an era where where we could say, you know, in between the sheets, and we could say, just let me make love to you, and if you just say yes, and you know what I'm saying? It was just my imagination. See, we come from that era right. where you had to read Absolutely. your head and listen to them lyrics, and then mm-hmm. it gets everybody, you know, kind of bothered when you listen to the lyrics. You're like, woo, yeah, baby, yeah. listen to this. This is what I'm trying to say to you. And of course, they're saying, you know, you know, let me knock them boots. You know, we, we, I didn't come right. from that. And exactly. then what I also did, the entire CD, the CD is called Mood Swing. And the reason why it's called Mood Swing is because every single song was a different mood. I'm a cancer, so I'm moody. So mm-hmm. every time I went in the studio, I was in a different mood to do different type of music. And I said it earlier that I've only, I only learned one way how to cut music, and that's with a live band. I used a live right. band for the entire album. I used live horns. I used live strings. I used live. Um, I used live um, uh, uh, organ. I used mm-hmm. a, uh, a Fender, real Fender Rhodes. It's not no patch. Guitars, percussion, everything is live. I had them at, okay. on, on three of them songs. I had them all playing in the same room together. I had everybody playing together in the same room like they used to do back in Philadelphia and Motown. Absolutely. That's the only yes, way I know how to cut. I don't know no other way to cut. So mm. that's the essence that you get from a song like Cologne. 
this is all live, man. I I I, I took this from I took this this idea from like Donny Hathaway when they would do like what's going on and stuff like that. So I wanted to do something right. with just a piano and a percussion player, and that's it. Just something real cool and sultry. And that's how okay. I came up with it. You know what I'm saying? I wear I wear cologne every day, and and a, and a lady did say that to me one time. She did call me and say, you know, I smell just like you. You're gonna get me in some trouble. <laughs> but we were, but you know, but the ironic thing, but the ironic thing was we were just dancing. We was at a club. We was right, at a right. club, and we were just slow dancing. And she went home, and she smelled like me. And my mm-hmm. partner, Sean Champion. Uh, I know, right? So my partner, Jayshon, uh, he, it happened to him also. So mm-hmm. we just wrote about it, man. We just wrote about it. Hey, 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 Eric, come on, man. You know those moments, like, you know, everybody had those moments where, like, you know, you dancing or you doing whatever, and, like, you know, you, you, you hold your hand up and you smell like, you know, the lady you was with or or vice versa. The lady smell like, you know, the man's cologne and, you know, it just take you back. You just reminisce, like, you know, and then you want to hold on to it a little bit longer before you take a shower. So you put your hand a little bit closer to your nose just so you can smell that moment just for, That's just right. for that moment. You, know, you already know. That moment. You already know. You already know. You already know. You already know. Exactly. I already knew what you were talking about when you said it. <laughs> come on, come on, Eric. But you know what? Hey, but that's what that's what this track that's what this track Cologne does for the listeners. So if people that's gonna listen to it in a little while, if y'all hearing it for the first time, definitely go pick it up and, and Eric, where where can they where can they go get um this project you have out? Is it available now for people to go uh, get Moods, Mo- Yes sir. Mood Swing is on Amazon dot com and iTunes. Uh and um I think I got a it's on Spotify, and they yes, said I got a, I got a, uh, I got another. Uh, what's that on? Uh, I, I, I don't know where I'm at, man. Pandora, Pandora, yeah. I'm Pan- on Pandora. Pandora. Also, I got a station on Pandora. Yep. Pandora, but, uh, iTunes, you Spotify. At, you can get it all over and, uh, right there, Amazon. and all they got to do too. Absolutely, and make sure you go ahead and Google. And I just did it as well. Just Google Eric Nolan of the OJ's mood swings and boom, it's right there for people to go ahead and pick up and grab. Right and, uh, and, it, and it's important for people. Y'all just go support this guy, not just because, you know, he is a legendary OJ guy, but he has some, he has some, uh, you know, up and coming legendary solo music that people can be able to replay in their homes. <laughs> Cologne is one of them. Trust me. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, mood swings, <laughs> I'm going to go make sure I go pick up, but you know, Hey man, hey this cologne track, man. Come on, man. That's 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 that jam though, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I did I did I, it I on purpose, you. man. We did that one on purpose. <laughs> and I love you for that, man. And I love you for that. That's that's man, that's cute. As we get ready to rap, thank you, man, not just for not just for coming on and and you got so many people giving so much love. Emails, everything is on fire and I just need y'all to just not just support the OJ legacy, but also support L- Eric Nolan and his solo project, which is available now. If you go pick it up, Google it. It is it is there for you to go grab. Um, and just, you know, and, and I know y'all, and if anybody want to know the tour dates and stuff like that, just make sure y'all hit up hit up my spot, 
nextlegacy.com, and it has the tour dates for the OJs. And, Eric, we'll talk online about the uh, Soul Trade one y'all got coming up soon. So, um, man, like, no problem, as we man. get ready to rap and get ready to play uh, Cologne, man, I, I appreciate you for, for giving us timeless music, man, and, and, new, and new classics like Cologne. Tell you that's gonna be my favorite one, man. Come on, that's gonna be it. <laughs> that's, gonna be it. <laughs> that's gonna be it. I appreciate, but I appreciate it. it. I, I just wanna. Hey, I'm just trying to bring that real music back to the game, man. You know what I mean? I just, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think real. I don't think real music is missing. I just think like like we talked about earlier. I just think they don't have nothing to compare it to. And if I can nah. make a mark, then they can have. Then they'll have something to compare it to. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it rough for him now. I promise you, I'm going to make it real rough for him. You know, and if I can, and I'm telling you, if I get, if I get, if I get a hit record, if I, if I get a hit record, or when I get a hit record, you know, Kim, Kim, I hope you're listening. You got problems. You don't have problems. <laughs> hey, and, and you know what? Call, we gonna, we gonna call him out. Hey, for real, exactly. And we gonna we gonna make sure we get Cologne and some of these other ones off this off this album. Like we gonna get it in people's faces and ears, so people can just be like, "Hey, did you hear this one by Eric Nolan?" Like we gonna make sure we get that out there. So that's gonna be the mission, man. And I, you know, man, I pre- you know what? And and, and I'm in close. Yes, sir. I appreciate I appreciate mm-hmm. you. I appreciate what you're doing and how you're trying to, um, you know, get get me out to the masses. I really, really, really. Seriously, man, I've said this before. I've interviewed somebody with someone down in the Bay Area, but I've said it before. I really want to play Yoshi's, man. I really want to play that place so bad. I want to play Yoshi's so bad, man. Hey, I swear. You know what? I I just want to to mean something. I just want to mean something to the area. You know what I mean? I I I want people to be familiar with the music. So that when I come there and I perform the music, they know what I'm singing, and it don't, and it, you know what I'm saying, and it don't sound like foreign music to them. You know what I mean? But <laughs> exactly. I exactly. To play Yoshi. Right. But I always wanted to and play you know, Yoshi's. You know what I mean? I, I mean to this day. And Eric, you know we don't have to collaborate and make that happen, sir. We're gonna have to do that. We're gonna have to make that happen. I hope so, man. I've, I've even hey. the, the whispers. The whispers band is down there. And they've even said, mm-hmm. man, if you play Yoshi's, we'll come play for you. We'll come play for you. You ain't got to fly your See? band in. We'll just come there and we'll just play for you. Nice. Automatic connect right oh. there. So, you know, that's that's nothing but a collaboration, Mr. Nolan. So we're gonna have to make that happen. Between you and I and the powers that be, we're gonna we're we're gonna change the way things are done. And it could be it could be done, man. So we, we gotta not just stay connected but you know, not just through music but also like no, I just, we I just love connected. the fact that no. No, oh, of course. We gotta course. stay connected. We gotta stay connected, man. Okay. Because because you just said, you said it earlier. You said it earlier. You just yes, said sir. that the strength is in numbers. It, it it don't it don't happen where you know one one person is over here and one person is over there. You have to be together. Absolutely. And you have to make an yes, alliance. Sir. And you know what I'm saying. And, and build a coalition. A coalition. Um, mm-hmm. And that way you can get more things done together. You know what I'm saying. So, exactly. <clears throat> Um, like I, like I said earlier, I, I just want them to know what I'm singing. You know what I'm saying? I want to come out there, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Nolan. I, mean, I don't know what this dude's singing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no doubt, man. Like, hey, before it's all said and done, they definitely gonna know Cologne, though. That's 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 all I gotta say. But they gonna know other songs too. But they definitely gonna know Cologne. That's for sure. But. 
Man, we're gonna we're gonna stay we're gonna stay connected. I appreciate you for everything you're doing. Make sure you pass it back over to the fellas and let them know that over here we definitely love them and we appreciate everything. OJ's legends and not just that, but just you know stand up guys who's doing stand up movements to uh, not just you know solidify their music legacy, but inspiring other people like us. Not just this station, but other people, not just the callers and the listeners, but you know, people that's big fans of good, timeless music, and you guys are providing that. So much love to you, Eric, and the OJs, and pass that on to the rest of the fellas as well. Promise you I will. Promise you I will. You, get, you got it. Appreciate it, Mr. Eric Nolan of the OJs. And without further ado, y'all want it? Come on. Next Legacy.